Good morning, traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as you possibly can for today's trading opportunities. Um, after um, quite a, uh, let's say, an erratically, a very erratic, volatile trading day yesterday without any distinct clarity, um, we, we then find out um, that obviously a missile, I don't know if, you, if, if you're aware, but a, a missile... Uh, landed in in Poland, killing uh, a couple of Polish people. Um, Russia embarked on on a campaign of uh, over ninety missiles into uh, into Ukraine, and it looks like one of them at the moment. It looks like one of them was perhaps deflected, perhaps to Poland um, over the border. So um, a very worrying situation. Um, it's very interesting to see the, the the response from NATO NATO related countries. Um, you know, they, they, it's been said many many times, even by Biden. I think last week. Um, you know, if one inch of NATO territory is is attacked, um, that would be uh, that would be an escalation for Russia um, instantly, almost. But it looks like this isn't uh, an out and out attack. And it's interesting to see market responses. We, we'll have a look in a second because um, there's just a bit of sort of a bit of caution, really. Um, not really sure how, how to react and to respond. So we're going to have to um, take all this into account, of course, uh, when we're trading now today and just keep a close eye on perhaps the news flow and see if anything significant changes. Because if it does, it'll have a massive impact on the markets. But we can see, um, we're not sure exactly what time this rocket landed in poland but um you can see instantly there's a there's a bit of nervousness in these markets now as a result okay so let's get straight into it then we'll start with our risk warning just be broadly mindful of the risks involved in trading these financial markets uh, good morning everyone hope you're all keeping well so um what we need to consider as traders is what markets to trade where do we want to enter those markets with a high degree of of consistency uh where do we want to exit um, and that's just leaving that market. And yesterday was a good example. We got into um, three trades yesterday in total, and they all reversed against us. Now, I said it's quite a volatile trading day yesterday. Um, so we had really positive PPI numbers, and it was off the back of that that we wanted to get into those trades. Um, really, really wild swings. And it just shows the importance of deciding on a, on a price point where if the market rolls over, it means you no longer want to be in that market. And that's where we were. And we kind of saved ourselves, you know, good sort of 40, 50, 60 pip moves um, going against us. So it just shows the importance of putting in stop losses and and having that as your, your line in the sand in any particular market by saying if prices roll over to this level or to this extent, it's not a trade we want to be in anymore. So we want to try and get out of trades as quickly as possible, um, whether they go for us or against us. Um, so how do we manage that risk? You know, did we get an opportunity to mitigate risk? To we didn't get that opportunity yesterday. It was just one of those trading days, uh, I'm afraid. Um, then trade management, if the market moves in your favor, how do you want to, what decisions do you want to make to actually um, make sure you don't expose any capital unnecessary, uh, unnecessarily? Mm -hmm and be be progressive in, in your in your thinking trading psychology as well very very important part we talk about 
you know, not just your strategy, but your, your, your mindset. Um, and we discuss these elements every day in our live trade rooms. They're important parts. We often talk about the psychology of this situation and what's happening, um, as well as the, the, the technical side of things. And, and we're strong advocates, as you know, and being trying to be as consistent as we can, be accurate with the levels that we use. We, we don't sort of use general levels in any way. It's always related to a technical higher, technical low. Um, or some sort of technical price point and then disciplined with our uh, with our capital um, same for you guys you, you're trading with your hard-earned capital try to be disciplined with it and not frivolous you know not just you know throw throw some trades um, out there and and see if they you know cross your hand cross your fingers and, and, and hope that they they turn positive we want to have a little bit more structure than that and be patient as well. Okay, so let's start with this, um, with a review of potential market moving news. Well, instinctively off the back of that missile landing in Poland, um, there's a there's a bit of concern, of course. Um, it is worth going back to yesterday's PPI numbers. Um, again, we've got considerable uh, improvements in inflation in the US from a CPI perspective, consumer price perspective, and also a producer price uh perspective so um it's some, it looks like some of the conditions for for the inflation story seem to be improving uh i must add uh, mildly but nonetheless they are improving so um so that's ultimately you know good news for the american consumer um we saw an instant reaction and then we saw we saw the volatility begin to kick in and, and, and a reversal that just kept reversing. And I'll show you that price action now in a second. Uh, when that happens, you get really wide uh, volatility. Uh, it is a case of just stepping back and just waiting and seeing what this market is, is looking to do. Now, our bias is still to the upside in many of those markets un unless something significant changes. Um, so this is uh, so now today, Wednesday, the 16th of November, we've got uh, UK CPI numbers, the annual coming in again, way above expectation. Now, the BOE are not as aggressive as the. Um, if you look down here, uh, we've got the US at 4% and we've got a little bit more of a cautious BOE Bank of England at 3%. Um, and this is potentially some of the consequences. Uh, if a central bank gets in front of uh, or, or pushes rates to a level that really suppresses demand, then prices will end up coming down. The problem is they don't want to suppress it too much. Um, then that can become a demand destruction type environment and they don't want to get into that either. But the, the BOE have been more cautious on the growth side and as a result, um, I've not been aggressive on the right side and uh, we're seeing higher and higher very much expected but perhaps not as not as high as um, as what we have 11% so real big problem in the UK uh, inflation it just depends whether the central bank are going to aggressively try and address it or whether they're going to try and do this little balancing act between high inflation and making sure they don't clear out growth so a bit of a situation now for um for the bank of england and the uk economy and bear in mind tomorrow we have the autumn forecast statement so again 
um, probably some considerable volatility for the pound. They've, they've got a plug, I think it's over a 50, 60 billion uh, pound hole in, in the UK economy. So how are they going to do that through tax rises and spending cuts? We, we have to work out what the balance is. If, if the markets perceive the balance to be reasonable and appropriate, you know, we might get support in the pound. And if they think the, the UK government are away with the fairies again, you'll see a big run uh, on UK assets. So um, it's finally balanced at the minute. Could really go either way. Anyone trading the Canadian dollar, be mindful of um, uh, significant CPI numbers coming out of the, uh, the Canadian economy. Um, probably an upside in inflation expected again after a few months of, let's say, uh, lower inflation. Now it looks like we're pushing 0 0.8 back up towards 1%. So um, could get a high inflation number out of the, the Bank of Canada. And um, they have been pushing quite aggressively. They're just behind the US as far as rate hikes are concerned. So uh, an awful lot going on. We've still got G20 at, at the minute. Um, today's Wednesday the 16th. We've got CPI numbers which have just come out. So we have a look at the pound carefully. Be mindful if you're trading Canadian dollar uh, of inflation numbers. And then we'll have core retail sales. So it's going to be interesting to see how a lot of these companies, especially in the US, have, have massive stockpiles and there's expected, you know, big sales across the board. Um, so over the next month and a half, we're probably like maybe going into January, we're likely to get probably a little bit of a boost, a seasonal boost uh, in retail sales numbers. So you can see off the last one, there's a sizable uptick already. And uh, will that be maintained? That's That's the question. So we'll find out. We've got the monetary policy report hearings um, coming out of the UK. So again, it's a high impact news event. So you have to be mindful of that. We've got G20, uh, we've got crude oil inventories as well, which could impact the oil markets. Um, and tomorrow really is all about this um, autumn forecast statement from the UK. And then we're closing out Friday with very, very little to work with. Okay, so that's <clears throat> there's a lot in kind of the news um, on the news front so this is um this is where we're at so this is our volatile trade yesterday if i if i show you it to you on, on bigger time frames so this was your breakout trade um this is the pullback that just kept pulling back we actually made technical new lows just below these levels here um just just poked below and then we started to what looks like as if we're looking to reverse once more. Um, let me bring this up here. So we've got this little little level in here. So really, our, our bias can still be to the upside. So there can still be further upside trades here. That's what we're looking at. Um, oops, sorry. Uh, yesterday's CPI was significant. Um, the, the volatility was pretty, pretty harsh, pretty, you know, a lot of, a lot of traders would have, would have kind of suffered yesterday on, on yesterday's price action. But again, we're above the 4,000 level and, 
would give us a a decent opportunity to the upside. The problem is, will this sort of erratic volatility continue? Um, that's that's the question we're going to have to ask ourselves today. But it'll certainly be worth you know edging into these trades. It looks like there's a bit of upside across the board. It looks like the situation in Russia is more of a, a Ukraine sort of deflecting a missile to accidentally to um, to Poland. So it doesn't look like there's any out and out aggression from Russia to NATO. That's the important element in all of this. Potentially decent structural failure trades breaking in, coming in around the 19, sorry, the 11,932. So let's take this level down. So the S&P looking at a trade to the upside, I think we're quite close to it now, which you can have a look at. So 4,006, we're above that 200 period moving average, which is important. Uh, NASDAQ looking at this trade above 11,932. NASDAQ. Okay, elsewhere, um, a, little, a lot of indecision really across broadly European markets, the DAX. We've had a nice run to the upside. We're a little bit indecisive up at these levels. Similar situation really for the, the Nikkei. Uh, a lot of volatility yesterday, a, a wild swing from, from these highs uh, right the way down to these lows. Uh, and now we're bouncing back higher again. So we're gonna try and see if we get into that little bullish, that little bullish bull trade there. Bitcoin still difficult markets for Bitcoin traders. We, we don't trade them of course, but we do observe what's going on in, in those cryptocurrency markets. US oil, it's, it's up and down better trades elsewhere i'm afraid so gold is another one of these ones a lot of volatility yesterday you know three big rejections of these highs now and uh it looks like we're we're look, we're threatening to push higher again at this stage and that's really probably the focus would be a little bit more us centric really at the minute uh for good reason the the quality of the opportunities elsewhere are not not fantastic so this is where you know we're getting these little breakouts above these levels um so the euro dollar above the 0388 uh you can see it's kicking in now 10388 so we got into this yesterday um we had our stop losses <clears throat> reasonably small trades you know we weren't full aggression yesterday but we did get some upside before the rollover started to kick in uh we've very nearly made some new structural lows there and then the market went into a bit of anxiety over the situation in Poland. And it looks like as if that's, you know, it's coming to light now that actually it looks like it's a bit of an error. And um, uh, there might be a bit of easing in market conditions as a result. So the euro dollar above that 0388, uh, you could look at any of these trades. Um, the pound. Let's stay away from the pound just for now. Uh, if we can, the dollar yen, we can really begin to look for that dollar weakness trade again. So the Aussie dollar. Uh, above the uh, 67.74, so we're just above that now as well, Aussie dollar to the upside. So the same trades as yesterday, 
but we um, we hopefully won't get some continued. 6774. Okay. New Zealand could be traded as well to the upside. Looks like we're going to get further upside there. Um, even yesterday's price action, they're, they're kind of the, the right type of trades, even though they're not really, um, they didn't work out for us. So it's not like we made a decision in, in, in the analysis or in, in the actual trade execution side of things. Uh, we're just getting that break now above 4006 which is important so we'll go into that now we'll just assess that trade so look let's put this up quickly um we'll switch over rooms and um we'll have a look at those those trades straight away again we, we are maintaining that risk on market condition inflation conditions in the us are, are improving um so we're going to look to try and ride that little bit of positivity Okay, so the euro dollar is only marginally higher than where we were wanting to get into it yesterday. The Aussie dollar is, uh, yeah, a little bit higher now, 74 level, so 50 pips higher for the Aussie dollar, but not much in it for the euro dollar. And then the S&P, yeah, it's um, similar levels, really, 06. So the S&P looking to buy above the 4,006 level. Um, We'll, we'll, we'll take gold out of the equation. Let's have a look at the NASDAQ to buy above the 11,932 level. Okay, so this is our trade plan. I'm going to post it now into the chat box so you can take our trade plan away with you. Um, and to just take you through it now, before we close over and we switch, we switch rooms, our trade plan for today is still with this um, in terms of what's the summary of these markets taken on board. Uh, our analysis is that we're still looking for risk on market conditions. That just purely means there is an appetite for riskier um, opportunities in, in this market. So we can look for a bit of dollar weakness. So the euro dollar looking to buy above the 103.88, the Aussie dollar looking to buy above the 67.74, and also US indice strength as well uh, the s p 500 above that 4006 and the nasdaq above the 11932 the details are there into your chat box guys so look thanks very much for joining us as always uh, we'll wrap it up there we'll switch rooms now so we you can join us uh, in our live trade room uh, at 8 a.m where we'll trade the european open it looks like some some opportunities are beginning to filter through now so hopefully we'll be able to get into a couple of those trades and um, for more information, we're, we're, we're back again at lunchtime. For those of you that want to trade a U.S. trading session, for more information, just go to thelivetrading.com and we'll, um, we, you feel free to speak to us there if you need. On that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us as always. Take care. Uh, we'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.